Good evening and welcome to it. This is the Private Property Podcast. I am your host, Sibs Matiela, and it's a very special day. We're coming to you live from the Property Show. We've been telling you all month, all year, all roads lead to the Property Show. It's finally here. It's happening today. All of the people at the Sanchin Convention Center talking all things property. And I'm going to bring you, because obviously if you're watching this now, you probably didn't make it or you weren't there. And now you feel like, oh my gosh, how am I going to learn all the things they were teaching us? It's fine. I'm bringing you all of the people who are there to the show today to tell you all about it. Uh, one of the presenters actually today is um, one of South Africa's most beloved actor comedians, Mr. Rob Van Furen, and he's actually joining me right now on the podcast. Hi, Rob. Thank you so much. Most beloved. Yeah. I will take that. You're a national treasure. What do you mean? Oh Pauline, my gosh, Dwecky, stop it. <laughs> so nice to see you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So you're Cape Town based. Yes. I left Cape Town because I couldn't afford it. <laughs> You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yes, yes. But you're a homeowner and you're based in Cape Town. Mm -hmm. Lots of people can't afford that. It's um, tricky. Uh, getting into the property market in Cape Town w w I was very, very tricky. And I had lived in Joburg before. And, you know, the thing about Joburg is you, you there's so much space as yeah. well. Uh, suddenly in Cape Town, you, you know, you're fighting for that tiny little bit of space and the prices can be quite hectic. It took me a long time to get into the property market. Uh, uh, how long? Uh, uh, oh, I only bought in uh, 2016 in the house that I'd been renting for over 10 years. Um, we fell in love with it when we moved in. We always wanted to buy it, but we just couldn't save enough. You mm -hmm. know, um, I, I think that's a, the reality of most South Africans. We're living from hand to mouth, month to month. To get into a position where you can actually save is very, very difficult. Um, we totally fell in love with that property and we just, we had to have it. Um, and then eventually the person who owned it was like, I have to sell it's now or never. And you were uh, like, yes, we just threw ourselves at it. We didn't have the deposit. We didn't like, I did everything wrong. I wish, I wish I had known what I know now after having been affiliated with the private property show for okay. so many years. Cause I've been, I'm not a property expert Okay. at all. All. Just a presenter. I'm just a presenter. <laughs> I'm like a funny it. guy who says stuff <laughs> in between the experts. Got it. But over the years that I've been doing the private property show, I mean, I think this is about my sixth uh, one that I've done now. You pick up so much and I realize listening how green I was going into this thing. I mean, we said we had a 20% deposit. We did not have that deposit. You liar. I know. I, we were just desperate and we kind of painted ourselves into a corner. But luckily... Um, we managed to scrape it together and we own that home. It's, uh, it was a good buy. Uh, we, we bought in Fishhook, which is still a kind of affordable space yeah, in Cape because Town. because it's on the outskirts. Yep, it's far. It's also <laughs> got, it's kind of got this reputation as the uncool suburb in the deep south. You know, yeah. you got Cork Bay, which is very cool. St. James, yeah, which is like lush. Super lush yeah, and lani. Yeah. Fishhook gets a really bad goodness. rep. Oh yeah, super fancy horse owning people. <laughs> Fishhook gets a really bad rep because it's got that quite ugly main road and it's got this reputation of the, the homes the of the train that runs through it straight through the beach. <laughs> but once you settle there, you realize that it's actually quite a, a well-kept secret in the deep south. That beach is really beautiful. It's one of Cape Town's most beautiful beaches. When they the take the shark great. nets and they put them, out, they put them out because sharks are a problem in Fishhook. In Fishhook, it's a real thing. Mm. It's a real thing. But yeah, so I'm very happy that we, uh, we own there and... Um, that it was affordable enough for us to get to get in there you travel a lot between johannesburg and cape town yeah um 
ideally which is better like for you sure now you're like wise, trying to divide my audience sure property wise uh as i said i'm not i'm really not an expert but what i do know is that you know space is at a premium in, in cape town uh and you can you know from my experience just renting in Joburg, uh, you you can really get a huge space with a massive garden beautiful houses uh, and in Cape Town, you're fighting over like a one-bedroom flat. A studio. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's a it just seems like a very different ball game to me. I mean, in terms of investing, I honestly wouldn't know. You tell me. You've been speaking to all these experts. What I, is the, what's the best bet? This is not about me. I'm just the presenter. Of the show. <laughs> That's I'm my job. Ask you the question, sir. <laughs> when you go back to the convention center, then you better ask someone yeah. and come back and give me the answers. I. Uh, mm, yeah, I think for me, obviously, like Joburg is it, mm -hmm. only because <laughs> things are a bit easier up right. here. Right, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to get into it. Like in Joburg, I've never had to have my friend Hannah call to pretend that she was the one looking <sighs> for the apartment. No, did that happen to you in Cape Town? Absolutely, really? more than once. My friend Bali, who works in Stellenbosch, hi Bali, um, obviously Stellenbosch, so many times every time she's had to look for an apartment we'd always use the same friend hannah to send the same email crazy. call the same number do the exact same things restaurant <laughs> reservations trying to find an apartment i moved here for a reason anyway i now feel bad about living in cape town no it's fine it's fine it's not me okay it wasn't me no i know you i mean you were a freelancer as well yeah so uh, wait freelancers comedians actors uh who, who are the other people in this game Artists, Musicians. artists, freelance yes. artists. We are. It's not easy to get a, a bond if yeah. in my position. I can so tell you that much. That's what I want to ask you. How how does that happen? Uh, I, I just shopped around uh, at all the banks. Uh, obviously, put in all all my info. Um, uh, it, I suppose I was lucky enough that I had a good enough credit rating, and I did lie about the twenty percent deposit, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, hmm. which helped. Um, so in the end, it was granted. Uh, Standard Bank gave gave me a home loan, and I, I scrambled like crazy to get that twenty percent. What did you do? I phoned friends. I phoned friends. Not um, like Fireface or like Sivangesi. <laughs> I love you, man. He helped me. Siv gave me money. Siv gave me money. Um. So, what tips would you give to freelancers who are first time homebuyers now, having now been affiliated with the property show and private property, learning everything that you've learned? You're obviously presenting. You're listening in on all of these panels, all of the experts, and you're taking in these gems all of the time and thinking, yo. I think you've got to arm yourself with as much information as possible, and and you know, come to events like this, the private property show. I'm hosting the first time homebuyers uh, theater, mm. um, and you've got all these experts dealing you know with every step of the process from uh, the offer to purchase to conveyancing to 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 everything through that process um yeah get get the information that you can you've obviously got to um you've got to be realistic about how much capital you've got mm. don't be like without me serve. without serve you you're, you're <laughs> gonna struggle um you know your credit rating's got to be got to be good you got to have some i don't think freelancers even check their credit ratings you we know don't. that and, and it's a terrible habit and we really should because you know it's it's linked to so much of mm. any kind of access to to any kind of lifestyle upgrade um so you have to you have to be aware of it and, and and there's simple ways of kind of keeping on top of that even if you are a freelancer and and work is sporadic 
Um, and, and obviously freelance has been a tough time for everybody coming mm. through through the pandemic, but for freelancers in particular, it can really mess with your credit rating. But but don't don't assume that you don't qualify. Don't assume that you've got a bad credit rating. Find out. Take the steps. And if you and if your credit rating isn't great, speak to the banker, find out what you can do to improve it. There's always a way to move forward yeah. and arm yourself with information, speak to the experts, uh, uh, deal with reputable um, people within the industry and yeah, you can find a way through it. Like don't count yourself out unnecessarily. Exactly. I think that, I mean, the thing we deal with a lot of the time is that we're self-employed basically, but artists want to art and not necessarily do spreadsheets exactly, and come up yeah. with income statements mm. or even file their taxes sometimes. Not me. I file my taxes regularly. Thank you, Saz, for the refund. Um, I have a tax person who does it. Oh, I'm so bad. I can't. You are my so own. rich now. You don't need Siv's money for anything. Still got to pay Siv back some of the money. So let's not talk. <laughs> How many years has it been? It's been a while. Now. I can't imagine the amount of interest. He's a very patient man. I love this for him. Don't give him the money. Just send it to me and then say, Sibs, Sibs, Sibs said that I could pay you back by giving the money to him. Oh, yeah, I've opened a kettle of worms here. Sibs, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think it's, it's a really important point that you're making in terms of ha getting as much of the information before you begin on the journey and not counting yourself out because you can't just be arting, arting, acting, making people laugh. Oh, I'm a funny guy. I'm a funny guy. I'm... Rob Van Feeren, mm. you are very funny. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, funny, funniness doesn't necessarily... It doesn't pay you know, the bills. Pay well, the it does bills in or, your case. Or pay for your retirement annuity or whatever it might be. And I think that's, like you say, freelancers and artists, we tend to think like, well, that's, that's all we can do is art. But you've got to look after your future. And there's little things that you can do to, you know, to create some sort of financial stability in your life. And that's you know, uh, speak to a financial advisor, get the retirement annuity, do the things that can kind of um, work toward a, a, a future beyond. Because a lot of us, we just work and work and work and work as artists until we can't anymore. And mm. then we go, well, where did it all go? Yeah. So you've got to try and manage it long term. It's, uh, uh, it's a slog being an artist in, in, in this industry. So you've got to play the long game uh, and you can't just, you know, you can't just live in the moment every yeah. day. You've got to think think ahead a little bit. You can't be on I blew it. Mm -hmm. Who has a better house corner or Twaki? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> now you really want to see some fists flying. Yeah. Um, Corne uh, 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 actually lives across the valley from me in Clavelli. Not he, Clavelli. Yes. Fancy. Fancy. Very close to the golf course. My goodness. Um, beautiful property. Uh, beautiful pool. A wonderful, a massive stone feature that he's got. So it's, it is, um, it is gorgeous. However, I've got the sea view oh. up on Elsie's Peak in Fishhooks. I've got, I've got a lot of sun. Uh, I've got a sea view. I've got the sunrise and the sunset coming. You probably up don't even Fox have curtains there. You don't close curtains in your house. Oh no, 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 no. It's, <laughs> it's, it, it's super beautiful. So, uh, I'm look. I'm gonna say me. I think our, our house is the best. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know. I wouldn't want to trade. Let me say that. You heard it here first, Rob Van Furen. He says he's got Twaki the better house. Twaki is winning. Yeah, Twaki wins this one. I mean, I don't know if we can give Cornet a right of reply at some stage, but we'll take your word for it for now. Rob, before you go, I want to ask you, from what you've seen and of being a presenter, 
Um, what's the value that you see for all of these exhibitors now coming to the property show and taking part and also for the people coming in to participate in all of these panel discussions and you know what what is the benefit why would you encourage someone and say you know what go to the property show uh, you know, I think it's there's so many benefits, uh, you know, for the members of the public to come in, for a layman to come in and get expert advice. And and, it, and it, a lot of it has been broke down in a way that's really simple and understandable. Even I'm starting to grasp some of the basic concepts, which is amazing. You have a house already. <laughs> so I think for, you know, for the for the general public, it's an incredible opportunity to, to arm yourself with the information, as I said. Um, but then also for the vendors, there's this... Um, there's a wonderful kind of opportunity of cross-pollination and, and transparency. Mm. You know, you, as a member of the public, you get to see a lot of these people who are working for, uh, uh, I suppose, what would be competitive organizations. Mm. Um, and, and they're forced to answer tough questions. They, they're forced to be, they, it is a comparative environment. So mm. you as a, a potential buyer get to see how the different organizations respond and, I think that's really, really useful, not only for members of the public, but also for the for the people who work for these organizations. Yeah. Um, it really is a great opportunity for information to disseminate and for for um, uh, for collaboration to happen as well. I think uh, there's a lot of interesting conversations happening. It's not just about listening to what's being said. It's finding someone who who you've heard talk and then asking them questions mm. afterwards. And, getting really in-depth insight into it. So yeah, it's a great opportunity. Ladies, gentlemen, they, them's Rob Van Furen, uh, South Africa's most beloved. Uh, <laughs> Joey Razdeen, this is for you. South Africa's most beloved Sorry, comedian Sorry. and actor, uh, only after Siv and Gessie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hate when people say, tell, tell me a joke? Uh, I just don't. I Do just you know any jokes? It. No, I don't. Okay, so that's what we'll end it off. No jokes from Rob, <laughs> from Rob Van Vuren. Who used to be South Africa's most beloved. Who used beloved. to be? You know what? Someone calls Siv. Siv must get here immediately. Maybe he'll give us money for a house and tell us a joke as well. He's just the gift that keeps on giving, unlike this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Private Property Podcast. I'm your host, Sibs Matiela, and I'll see you again tomorrow night.